Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is For the Love of Football. This is the road to 2023, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. And with very little news or information coming out about the 2023 season just yet, it's time to do what we do best. (laughs) This is episode 181, a speculation summer. So it's summertime. We decided to come outside, Bryant. Yeah, this Change is outside. Up. You forgot yeah. to say that this is the road to 2023, and this is Awesome Town, this USA. Is, it's Awesome Town, USA. I don't know how awesome it is. Your balcony's awesome. Uh, we're trying to, yeah, I know. We're trying to sell you on a, a nice little, I know you're looking for another location. I mean, look, beautiful, to, sunny. We can do the show out here every week of the town. of the year. Well, it would be nice. I'm digging it. I, I, mean, we're ho- I was hoping maybe for a nighttime recording, but we didn't want to wait too long. You got the cool lights, but this is a nice setup, and I get the shade because I'm the guest. So that's how Brian that's how we were raised today. And yes, it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna do the show out here in, in the <laughs> elements, relaxed. I'm not hot. I know Brian's probably cooking right I'm now, okay. so you could watch Brian cook for the next few uh, for hour or so, and we'll talk <laughs> some football, XFL football, baby. Here we go. Seven two four five six five. Four XFLs, the XFL fan line for you to call, text message, anytime, call it. We got a text that I can't wait to read here in a second. And of course, at XFL Show, if you want to hit us up on social media, that's Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, whatever you're on. And of course, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Cue the giant billboard. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. And it doesn't matter if you're a sports fan, a fan of true crime, you want to do a show about your uh, local uh, clown college and everything going on there, keep everyone informed. It doesn't matter. Whatever your subject is, Pretty pretty Easy Podcast will help you get the show done. And all you have to do is go to their website to get started. Get them at a low rate while you can right now at prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. All right. We're going to dink and dunk real quick around xfl social media like we said at the very tippy top just a couple seconds ago not a lot of info going into 2023 so today is going to be a lot of speculation a lot of fun like what we used to do you said back in the day when we first started yeah back in the day remember 2018 this is what this podcast was it was speculations what we wanted it to be what we thought it could be and none of that came true in 2020 but we still can have a lot of fun doing it leading up to 2023 we will we're going to get into a question i kind of brought up a little bit like I alluded to last week, and we'll dive into it for the hot read in a little bit. But thinking and dunking real quick. First up, got to say the Cleveland Guardians does not have a real ring to it. It's not like New York Now, is it because we're used to New York Guardians? Even without New York Guardians, where does the Guardian come in in Cleveland? I, uh, they made sense of it in New York. Yeah. They were on guard. gargoyles yeah. on guard in 24-7. Gotham, 24-7. And plus, it's fun to say Guardians. Cleveland, the Guardians, I don't 
I don't get it. Do you think and they? I don't like it. Do you think they had a I'll bunch? Put it on record. I think what happened is they had a bunch of merchandise that was half made, and they're like, Ian's. "Hey, let's just Ian's." <laughs> like, well, what can we do? I think you can even do the D. So D I S. You get a few letters. They just maybe oh. they're getting charged for letter to take off and oh, put back letter. on. It's a per letter <laughs> thing. If this was a cost cutting measure, we understand that at this day and age. But, but you could have done a lot of things that ended with Indian. Uh, like yeah, you could have switched that up. You know, but I, I don't even want to suggest. All I know is Cleveland. You did it again. You proved that you're Cleveland. You're the Guardians and have fun with it. But there's only one Guardians to us. It's the New York Guardians. But that makes me. Th- Ask this question then: Does that mean the New York Guardians are no more? Do you th- would the XFL bring them back? Why wouldn't they? I mean, you have you have Wildcats and other ones. You have Wildcats. Dragons. You have yeah. You're right. They they didn't care about having another Wildcats, which is kind of a yeah common common, common collegiate name for yeah. sure. Uh, I think there's what else do we have? We had the, the Battlehawks. No, we had the Defenders. So those are unique. The Dragons. Uh, Dragons is is kind of Viper. Viper. Vipers is unique. Uh, we had the re- the Roughnecks was roughnecks. everywhere. I feel like that one's everywhere. That's yeah. That's just every every. <laughs> team's I, the you know, I think. Well, why would you if you have the trade the, the the they filed the trademarks? Maybe we have to get our friend Josh uh, Gerby back on the show and ask him about uh the trademark issue. Trademark issue. With you know, them. if we got to switch over, I say keep it, but keep go it. gargoyles. Why not? Well, just Guardians is fine. Save yourself some money. Guardians. If anything, you have a claim against the uh, the Indians, probably. Yeah, the, the man Cleveland. Why? Why even bring the, make me have to talk about this? There's no Cleveland XFL team. One of my favorite things about the XFL. I don't have to talk about Cleveland too much, but here we are. Here we are. Um, Cleveland. Although if you live in Cleveland don't change. and love the XFL, we love you. Yes. I just, you know, the Browns, they hurt me real bad as a Steeler fan. but They've been hurting for like 20 years. Yeah, they can have their moment. All right, let's go. XFL fan line, Jonesy texted us. I, I love this question because we talk about it. We've talked about it already. But I like that it keeps being brought up. I don't know if this is like, are you sure you want 12 teams? Because that's what I said last week. But Jonesy asks us again, now that we really don't know much about what's going to happen with the XFL in the future, can you guys just start speculating a little on how many teams there should be in the new league? I said 12 last week, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, you said said 12. Um, When there was CFL talks, we were talking about, what was it? Uh, So you had 9 and 8, so 18 or 20 teams was a talk there. That with when you're combining with the league, that makes sense. If there's an alignment with another league, wink, wink to the hot read. I'm down for 18 to 24 teams. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think 12 is good. I mean, eight, like I said last week, I think eight's fine, ten's fine, twelve's fine. I didn't have a problem with eight. Although you do want more just games. I'd love to have more games. I did like the the scheduling style, right? You only had one game playing at a time, so you didn't have to worry about overlapping. Who knows if that what would happen if you had twelve games or twelve teams, excuse me. Without going into locations or where those teams should be or anything like that. Future shows though. Yes. We will. I think I'm good with twelve. I don't like fourteen for some reason. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. What's don't the like di- what's the difference? Seven and seven. Seven and seven. Oh, because you don't want uneven conferences. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird. It just seems weird. If you're doing if, multiple if you're a ske- if you're a scheduling if you if you're a schedule freak like I am, you all know how hard it is to schedule even schedules uh-huh. with seven teams. If you have odd number teams, like if you do ten, and you have five and five. It's gonna be hard to schedule. So you want to make it easier on the schedule. You're thinking about the scheduling people. At the yeah, league. that's nice of you. I, I, I try to be a. People. I'm with twelve. That's what I'm with right now, Jonesy. And check keep checking back in with us. Um, you know, it also depends on where the cities are a little bit. Like if, if they come out 
and they leave L.A. out, for instance, I'll be like, move more teams because I want to got to have a team in L.A. We said last yeah. week. You have to. So, so if you want to feel also, big, you got to have you got to be the big market. It also depends. Yeah. If you're going to have less teams be in bigger markets, I say more teams, you can venture off into your. But you still need the bigger market. San Diego's or Oakland. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I think it's. I think twelve is fine. I, like I said, eight was fine too. So, if you go all the way up to sixteen, and it comes the quality of the play becomes a big question mark because you got to find sixteen quarterbacks. It was hard enough to find eight. Another another deciding factor: less teams, less strain on the scouters and the and the recruiting of players into the league. So. Do you think by the end of the uh, XFL season, did we have eight solidified starting quarterbacks? You mean by, by so by kickoff? Do we have no, 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 no? By the time the full the twenty twenty season end ended, because we had some question oh, marks by, going in. Okay. Some some didn't pen out. You know, um, McGloin probably is is, is uh, the, the most the biggest mm-hmm. call out. Right? Did we have eight quarterbacks for those teams that they were? If they went into another season, they would have had their yeah. guy. No, you think there was some question marks still? No, I mean. I mean, Tampa was getting into a group with, with Cornelius. Cornelius, but I don't know who knows how that the rest of the season would have played out. Um, is he playing in the CFL? Is he with Tampa? Uh, yeah, he's with the Elk Vipers. Yeah, he's with the Elks and uh, Jamie Elizondo. Okay, he's uh, yeah up in Edmonton. There are those question marks in Seattle too. Seattle, big one. They brought in BJ Daniels towards the end. Yeah, that that I don't think they would have. I think like if you had a twenty twenty one season, they would have. And then you had Houston stashing another quarterback out there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Even <laughs> exactly. You had Houston, and then, and then also, I mean Landry Jones. Who knows? And know, Heineke was s- sitting on the th- second bench. line. In, you had in backups on on teams that might have been able to bounce to a team like Dallas. Who I don't know if Landry Jones would have made it through the whole year. Oh, that's true. Landry Jones had big laboring a little. But yeah, that's a good question. I no, but I don't think we'd have eight. So it's going to be hard. The reason I bring it up is yeah. the more teams you have, the more solid. I'm not saying like star caliber Josh Johnson yeah. style, Even, but you're definitely going to need to have. I think I'd solid take the approach. You're going to have a lot of turnover year to year anyway, with guys maybe moving to a different league or different teams. Unless you have some, it's even in, like in the CFL, guys bounce around all the time. I don't. I think. That's not something to worry about. You're always going to have turnover at all the positions. Yeah, but you also right. don't want. It's going to be hard to have a Johnny Manziel. Oh, he's been the quarterback for the Roughnecks for four years. I don't see. That no, happening. but you still need quarterbacks to play. Yeah. If your team doesn't have a quarterback, then that's what well, I was talking about when I said 16 teams mm-hmm. and you're not merging with another league is the player pool, right? Their quality of players going to go down, and for you to find 16 quarterbacks that don't have an NFL job or a CFL yeah. job. It'll be a challenge. I think. It's going to be a challenge. So that's why I think you got to get twelve. Is fine. I think you can get twelve. Yeah, but I see where you're coming from. I say a little, a, a few more teams than we had in 2020, ideally. But we'll, we'll uh, see how the scouting and the player uh, recruitment process goes. And uh, like we we're waiting for new, for news on that. We do have that other league, the USFL. They're kicking off next year. We don't even know what they're doing for that either. They so. don't either. Good Chris. So it's crazy yeah. to think about. Uh, last piece of dink and dunkage here. At XFL Show, remember, you can reach out to us. Aaron on YouTube, though, in the comments last week said, where's Vince? McMahon, he sold no, the league. he's Calfo. Our, Calfo. Our close personal longtime dear good friend, often former co-host, sometimes special guest and co-host, comes in the show, does it sometimes yeah, when he wants to. he's in the to. business for himself right now. He's on Twitter doing his thing. He's on Twitter, at Vince in PGH, if you want to follow Is it Vince PGH or in PGH? I think it's Vince in PGH. Either way. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. And uh, he, uh, you know, he comes and goes as he, he 
limited dates. That's his, that's his thing. Vince works on limited dates, and when we can book him, we get him on the show whenever we yeah. would have him every, every week. week. Yeah, he's a, he's a special attraction here, and that's that's where Vince yeah. is. You'll get him when you get him. You usually get him one time around the beginning of April. One time in the summer, and that's about it. He doesn't really come in as that much. Well, sometimes more. in January. Sometimes. If we're overseas, he'd probably show up too. Sometimes, definitely. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where he shows up next time. Yeah, maybe Let January. Maybe one time in January. At Vincent well. PGH, if you want to give him a follow as or well. Or tell him, hey, be on the show more. Go ahead and, uh, and tell him. You can tweet at him and tell him do the show more. We'd love it. All right, there we go. Dinkin and Duncan <laughs> around XFL social media. A lot of people talking about those things, and then a little bit about what we're going to get into in the cover two now. Starting off with the NFL opening up their eyes a little bit. Their Hawkeyes. <laughs> See what I did there? It's the cover two. <laughs> yeah, put in the sound effect. The NFL's using not battle Hawkeye, but Hawkeye technology, which is what the XFL used to really pinpoint the accuracy of some of the calls by the referees. They had the eyes in the skies, different cameras everywhere, using an internal system. They call it the SMART system. It's a big acronym. I didn't even write it down. I should have. <laughs> but basically, you like in tennis, when you see where the ball landed on the line, they were using that sort of technology. The NFL's finally adopting that. What the, something the Again, the you NFL taking something the XFL was using. You don't there. think it makes sense for them to go out you know, with referees, you know, 50-year-old men running out onto the field? With chains. Do you <laughs> think that's enough technology for you? Chains. I mean, we're ruining this game with all this technology. Yard <laughs> markers. Chain links. I, it's, uh, look, I mean, I think as, a, as an NFL fan, I think that's great that they're you know starting to use a few things that'll make the the game better or the rules better. You know, I'm a baseball fan. I would wish they use some of these things they, that are available, especially like the ball with tennis, right, and yeah. the strike zones and things like that that you could possibly use. Um, but regardless, I think it's um, cool. The, the XFL used it, tried it, it worked, and here we are. And Here's a quote from an XFL referee, Robert Liu, gave to Parstool. said, the Hawkeye system gives us the opportunity to have every camera feed that's available sent directly to us and in sync. The other systems available out there are dependent on the TV producers to provide the angles to replay officials. It's a system that's not dependent on another party to provide you with the video that you've been positioned with. It basically eliminates a step. And I'll add in there, it eliminates not only a third party, but a biased third party. How the hell is fans or as a league, can you trust the TV networks? The people that <laughs> you're see, ripping if, off. If this first down gives us more time and overtime, yeah, exactly. let's not say it. have a vested interest in these games being controversial and must-see. And, and Oh, we didn't have that angle, sorry, at the moment. You know, that's just <laughs> uh, asinine that we ever lived in an era where that occurred, and now finally I th we're going to see, I think, a different game in the NFL where it's not influenced by television networks. It's an unbiased uh, partner with the league, not a third party. Right. The league's paying you for your games. They're going to want to get something extra from it and maybe influence. I mean, the, oh, we don't have that camera like you said. They, they don't – we can't – we can't develop that technology to know exactly where a guy <laughs> fell if it's an actual first down. I'm excited <laughs> to see that. Maybe a coach can finally successfully challenge where a ball was spotted, which is very difficult to win. Oh, yeah, especially when you have like those uh, ones that are like, you know, QB, quarterback yeah, sneaks and things like that. scrum and, and stuff like that. Maybe now with Hawkeye technology, we'll be able to get that a little bit more accurate. But, yeah, plays like that. I wrote them down on all the stuff. I mean, catches, we're going to know what catches are hopefully now thanks to this technology. That's my hope at least. 
uh, when fumbles occur, when lines get crossed exactly. This, this is all important Out of bounds, stuff. probably. So, yeah, out of bounds. The best one is the when the punts go out of bounds. It's like the referee walks like he's, he's like, like ah, right here sounds good. It's, it's literally at like the 25 every time. <laughs> Just right, right here, right here exactly. Thank you, NFL, for smartening up. You did it back in 2001. We knew you'd do it again. Take it from the XFL, what they were using already. As long as it's still available for the XFL in 2023, they didn't do, like, an exclusive deal. Yeah. This is – yeah, hopefully all leagues – Now can – now with the league, here's the question. Give us a camera where we can see what the uh, replay booths are doing. Oh, so we could see – yeah, so is the NFL – because what the XFL had to do was show the guy with the Xbox controller Mm – and then shoot over his shoulder to see what he's shooting, shooting because NBC or whoever won't have the the actual feed that Hawkeye has. Right. That's going to be interesting to see if they come to some agreement there or if they do the over-the-shoulder shot with the controller. Also, that Xbox controller, I love it. It's big, but it's playing, playing too much. If you're on that replay a lot, you'll get that, that <laughs> ache in the hand. I don't know. <laughs> too much FIFA. Really. Oh, man. All Good right. on the NFL. Part two of the cover two here, real quick, but got to mention him. Every time he's in the news, Josh Johnson, uh, as far as I'm concerned, he would have been the XFL MVP, beaten out in the second half of the season, P.J. Walker. Y'all knew it was happening. He's going to have a jersey for every NFL team, though, with his name on it by the end of his career. Trying out for the Jets this week. Uh, good for him. I think uh, our friend Mike Mitchell's probably really excited about that, to get Josh Johnson in there. Um, but either way, you know, Getting another opportunity, staying fit, getting ready for whatever the football gods have lined up for him, and hopefully it's a uh, uh, an NFL job, and maybe another XFL job. Not a road. young man by NFL standards, though, either, but still getting those looks. He's a veteran. But how many miles does he have, really? If you think about it, I mean, yeah, you're right. He's he's been in every practice squad for almost every team. Played a few downs here and there for what Washington and San Francisco, Oakland, I think too. And I don't know. Boun- bouncing all over, but hope- hopefully he lands with the Jets. When I mean, you got a rookie quarterback, man, he's not too far away. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. Rooting for Josh Johnson, ultimately to be back in the XFL. But of course, well, Josh Johnson goes in there and beats uh, what's the what's the rookie quarterback? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Just Wilson? signed actually today. He signed his contract, and he'll actually be there in camp now. <laughs> uh, he looks like a, just the bad guy in every '80s movie with like a jerk <laughs> jock. Zach Wilson, uh, to me at least. No, I think uh, I think it's just like here's the question: Is would Josh Johnson have gotten this opportunity without the, XFL? without the XFL? Yeah, I mean that keep it kept his name out there. You know, he might have been given up on in terms of uh, being brought in from different practice squads. When you're on a practice squad and a team gives up on you, you're kind of done. Oh, they dropped him. We don't need that guy anymore. But if they see you were in the XFL and you have that game tape, the important game tape, your name's still relevant in the. In the GM circles, not only game team, but game team in games that matter. Yep, right. Because uh, even in in uh, uh, preseason, those games don't really matter. So, yeah. yeah. Although I am excited for some NFL preseason because we didn't get it last year. Seriously? Yeah, I love it. Why? I love seeing guys who aren't going to play the rest of the season go out there and try to put that game tape out there and make big plays. You'll see some cool stuff. And I don't like what are these people who hate NFL preseason. Well, I didn't say I hate it. I'm just not looking forward to it. I'm like, oh, preseason. Ooh. It's like watch. Think of it like watching the spring league. I'm excited that there's only three. Yeah, I, well, not for the Steelers. <laughs> they, of course, have to play in the Hall of Fame game. But think of it like watching the spring league. You're watching for the players, not for the your team to win or whatever. Oh, yeah. How much spring league did you watch? 
I wa- most of it. I didn't watch much. Yeah, I watched most of it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You uh, you will be watching it a lot, I'm sure. To oh, I, hope, I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he doesn't get hurt. He already lost Cam Akers as a Rams fan. It, it, that, that's one thing to watch, too. Whatever. But then you watch the guys that are the future of your team. All I'm saying is preseason matters, and it's cool. And I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. And the CFL, of course, coming up next week. We'll talk about that a little bit. What? XFL players in the CFL. Okay, thank you. That's what I meant. Makes more sense. With their kickoff coming. Lots of football to look forward to. I think we're in week seven also of the Elf European League. And they're going 10 weeks? Yeah, 10, I think. Okay. So keep an eye out on that. Lots of football to be watching. Yes. Until August, and then you just watch two things. And then you'll watch, yeah. College and then. The Super Leagues in college. UCLA opens up the season this year. Yes, they're the first game, correct. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, I'm going to be. Pac-12 champs. Calling it now. Really? Oh, yeah. You don't pre-season know. Preseason prediction. Oh, yeah. Preseason prediction. Do we do the This Is Not The XFL Show anymore? We don't. Okay. But you can. You have a 30 seconds if you I'm want to put you, in I'm telling you. Pac-12 champs. Pac-12 champs. Chip Kelly's uh, letting. The, he's been holding back for the last few years. This is where he actually Why releases the hounds. back? Because he hadn't, didn't have the players. He didn't have, he didn't have his home player pool. Okay. It was all, these are all Chip Kelly These players. are all Chip Kelly guys that can run his system the way he so wants it done. When they have only six wins, he'll be fired. I mean, maybe. <laughs> That's what I'll, that would be my prediction. I'm, What's Urban Meyer doing? Oh, yeah, he's in Jacksonville. Yeah, he's with Jacksonville. I'm more interested in this Is college. Is Nick Saban available? No. <laughs> this college football season I'm most interested in, obviously. How about Mike Krzyzewski? Play, he's retiring. <laughs> Player endorsements. They're coming oh, okay. in hard and heavy. I'm excited for all of them. I, saw I can't wait till someone rips off their shirt and it's like Ford. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. This week's touchdown brought to you by Progressive <laughs> in my celebration dance. And then look at her on their Twitter. Uh, yeah, like guys are getting deals with radio stations, car dealerships, online Everything. businesses. It's really cool to see. Um, and then when they go pro, we'll see how that carries over. They're going to be like NASCAR guys. I'm coming to the XFL now <laughs> as a pro, and I'm going to be a branded, a branded pro athlete. This is Brian Solorzano presented by Progressive. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we're, one day we're going to present the show that way. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Alan and Ford. I want to do Ford. I'm Chevy. I'm Chevy. <laughs> You're Chevy. Yeah, I'm a Chevy guy. She- Chevy, the coffee bean, and uh, some mom and pop stuff. Fat burger. I support Logan. Oh, okay. Oh, and fat burger. <laughs> Definitely. I eat fat burger when I'm out west. Yes. <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing better than a nice ice cold cactus cooler. Yeah, there you go. We got our brands in. Now we can go on with the show, and we could go on with this week's hot read, which should be interesting. Lots of speculating to do. You could just let your imagination run wild here, Brian. It's your favorite thing to do. Let's do it. USFL and XFL alignment. Could it happen? Should it happen? In this week's hot read. Okay, we'll see how Bryant uh, blazes through this as he's scorching in the it's heat hot. right there over I there. I gave you the shade. I have the shade. It's great. I'm trying to sell you on living out here. Should, nice. Telling you that it's like nice to, to live out in California. We're doing shows outdoors all the time. It's our first ever great. outdoors show, by the way. Really? In the, in the history of the show, we've never done 181 episodes, never been outdoors. Never been outdoors, plus a couple of uh, recap episodes there. So even when we were season. at the stadiums in like Houston, we did those indoors? We did them all indoors. We might have had a window open. Oh, okay. But we never were outdoors like this. No roof. No roof. No coverage. We blew the roof off this bitch. And we are, we are <laughs> ready to talk about something that might blow the roof off of uh, spring football. What if the two most iconic spring leagues ever merged or aligned? or whatever you want to call it, the XFL and the USFL. What if the XFL ownership now, Danny Garcia, the Rock and Redbird Capital, 
go go to the USFL Fox. Oh man, you're picking the killing off of my jokes <laughs> they go to them and say you know what actually you guys have the fox deal already we have everything going on with us the money the branding the marketing the structure of the xfl that we bought why not put this so, thing together together okay let's let's take a couple steps back i was not a believer of the cfl be i mean i'm sorry the cfl and the xfl merger or whatever alignment, alignment being that the XFL was nothing because it wasn't nothing. There was a lot of it, a lot of thing to the XFL. Obviously they weren't playing football, but they had structure. They had teams, they had ideas, they had things going for them. A rule book. You want to talk about, I was never a fan of that, but I know a lot of people said that, whatever you want to talk about nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's what the USFL is right now. They are names. They're the spring league. They are an idea. They are not even a plan of exactly when they kick off. No idea what's going to happen with what teams they're going to be. Where they're, I mean, we know they're going to be on Fox. You know who else broadcasted what channel they were going to be on when they first announced that they were going to be kicking off? The AAF. The AAF. Where are they now? Tom Dundon's out there saving money with the Carolina Hurricane. Did you see that, that uh, article? That was yeah, great. It was yeah. great. It's great. Billionaires just Sad. don't have money to spend on teams all of a sudden. Talked about that last week. Anyway, so what if, if this were to happen, and that's where we're going, and hopefully we get into a lot of these hypotheticals going forward. Um, I think if you're the XFL, you're really just interested in some of the markets that you're probably pinpointing that might have had a USFL team and to bring that into your league. I don't think you change the LA team to the Express or the New York team, New Jersey uh, to – what were they? Uh, New, New Jersey Generals. Yeah, see, I don't think you change them to the Generals. I don't think you do those drastic changes. But if there are a few teams out there and, and you have um, a football guy in um, – was the Spring League guy? Brian Woods. Brian Woods. If you have him, maybe he's the guy who's going to run your operations for football. I don't know. He put the whole – the Spring League's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. It's it's definitely not something that's like really professional football, but yeah. it's a great organized football event every year. Yeah. It's, he put it on during a pandemic. And it's not a, like an incredible business or anything. It's not this thing that wows you, but the fact that he owns the intellectual property of the USFL and the fact that they have Fox now on board, most importantly. Yeah. Now, is that um, what attracts you the most is yeah. the uh, – they have a TV deal already, even though, like you said, they don't have anything. They don't have a structure of a teams, a league, rule book, anything. But we know that they have Fox on board. So when you have Fox on board, that means you've already you're going to have exposure. The US, the XFL, I'm sure won't have issue getting a TV deal, but getting an easier access to a TV deal maybe with Fox. Less, and also something less you have to worry about. Getting Fox sense. to invest more into it maybe it would be a good thing. I don't know if you'd want that though. But then also the USFL intellectual property I think is intriguing and exciting and I would if it, I don't think it should happen. I'm going to say that first and foremost. But if I were to do it I'll start. You could say what you would do. But if I were to do it I would do it like an ALNL style uh, two different conferences, but calm leagues, whatever you want. So the USFL co- league, but conference, really. The XFL conference. You could have a team in New York and in New Jersey. You could have the New Jersey Generals. And you're splitting your markets. And you could have. In the city, they had a lot of trouble filling. And, well, the, you could play the Generals in Red Bull. There and you could in the soccer stadium you could play at MetLife with the Guardians. Where did, there's a new stadium in New Jersey that they just built? Isn't that the the, the Red Bull? Red Bulls? Oh, no. Where the Red Bulls? Play. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I get you. Go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt. Yeah. You. So ahead. then you got so you got that. You could have two LA teams if you want. Whatever. I, I'm not worried about where they play as much, but 
having those teams from the USFL, at least a handful of them would be really cool. Having the history uh, to it and repurposing that however you want, you could really sell the league. And then you also have the Rock and that team on board with the innovations of the XFL. You just totally, really the structure of the league is the XFL. And a top-down vertical ownership, you have one entity owning all of this you come to some sort of agreement but then again that would require brian woods uh who owns the usfl uh, ip to pretty much sell or bring in partners i don't know if you'd want to do that but that might be lucrative you just license it out just license it out the way you license anything or license it out and and make that part of the agreement there's a lot of legal hurdles for that to actually happen for the leagues to align but it's not as i think frustrating as it would be to for a CFL alignment. I mean, I'm sure with the CFL thing fell through, or maybe even before, the XFL explored those options, right? What, what, What is this USFL thing? What, what could we, can we use this in some way, shape, or form? And I don't mean it as a, how do we use them? How do we use them and take their riches and you know use them for all their, no, but you, you need to be able to use their resources yeah. to benefit you. And if that's not going to happen, you're not going to partner with them. So I'm sure the XFL has made strides to exploring this, but... Do you let it ride for – see, it's so dangerous because do you let the USFL do its thing next year and then revisit this when they're done? Yeah, that, this is um, something that you – If this delays 2023, don't do it. Yeah, you, you, you have to really be <laughs> careful. If you're actually thinking of it, you don't want the USFL to do anything in 2022 without you, I'd say. If you're going to partner with them. Yeah. If you know that now. But if you don't know that now. And if they came out tomorrow and said the USFL is actually not kicking off in 2022, nobody would, A, notice. Because no, the announcement was really like just nonchalant, a, yeah. nonchalant in the middle of a halftime of a spring league game. Like nobody really paid attention to that. And it wouldn't put egg on the face of anybody really. So I think you'd be fine delaying their kickoff. Which I hope they delay anyway. I mean, yeah. I don't know how they're going to kick off in 2022. Well, we still don't know when they're in 2022 they're kicking off. I, obviously, it's in the spring is what they said, right? They said it's going to yeah, be maybe, spring. But it could be February, March, April, all the way to May. June. So, yeah, th- this is something that I, I'm i thinking you have Redbird and the owner- new ownership would have to come in. If I'm thinking of how it would actually work, for it to work the, the best way for it to work, they would have to come in and basically say, okay, let us just handle all this. Whoever's behind the scenes of the USFL, say – Give us the reins, but let us work with all the partnerships you already set up. You're going to get a cut. So basically telling Brian Woods and whoever else is associated with his his investors that we know nothing about. Let us do it all, all the work. We're in charge. You're getting a piece. You Thank you for the Fox deal. Let's work, let us work with Fox, and let's put this thing together the right way and make it big. It could you happen. You could do that. You could. But that means people would have to check their egos and have to. Does Fox want it all? Do they want to share? We don't know how much they're invested in it, but it doesn't sound. Well, they are investors, right? Because yeah, they didn't put money into it. It doesn't sound like they're invested more than they were with the Spring League, but not that much still. They're getting just free, cheap football. It sounds like they're trying to get out of it, and they're going to cash in on a Free, nostalgia. cheap football. Yeah. Can you have something free and cheap? Free, cheap football. Can you? <laughs> Question for everyone out there. Can you have something free and cheap? I don't know. Uh, free, <laughs> cheap football. <laughs> Actually, I, that would might. If you put a comma like on there, the, the football is cheap, 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 and like in like quality, yeah. and then it's free. So that's and great. I don't want to say that. About, <laughs> I don't know anything about the USFL's quality of play yet. 
That was a Freudian slip. I think the football will be okay. Uh, I hope it is. If but, this happens, I think it, it'll help it if it align. You know, if it aligns with the XFL's plans with 2023, the teams that the, the cities that they're looking to play in, maybe with that Fox deal, maybe that deal's great. Fox is going to broadcast all. I don't know what it could be. But. The rumor is also with the USFL that they're looking for owners of the different teams, which just would be a total cluster. You don't want that at Isn't all. Isn't that what happened the first time around? And it would have worked, but obviously they had. That to me means you don't have the money to put eight teams together. Because if you need people to own the teams, that means you don't have the money as a league. And it's just a rumor again. We don't know anything really about the behind the scenes of the USFL. But would would it make would it even work? What if a USFL XFL uh, league combined league had different owners of all the different teams? It's on our interview with Dave Nader, which is up on our YouTube at uh, XFL.show. He was basically alluding to the fact that most owners did not want to relinquish power. They didn't want to go to a vertical ownership, as you were talking about, right? They didn't want to just report to a league. Um, So if if that's the case, I don't know if the XFL will allow that to happen again. Mm -hmm. Where if it's something that they're – a hill that they're willing to die on, maybe it's something that they they – Well, also, we don't know if the XFL might end up doing that. We don't know what what the – New ownership wants franchises. if they want to franchise out teams and have different owners of those to con- control them instead of presidents. I don't like that idea. I love the one entity vertical integration. That's something to consider down the road when yeah. you're more successful. Yeah, it's like when you go public as a company, right? Exactly. You later you figure that out. You got to get successful to start. So uh, the XFL as the waterfall turns on behind us that's it's beautiful you can't see it but it's really nice really nice turns on you know we're gonna have day. to wrap up here in a sec because now i want to go swimming <laughs> uh, regardless the uh xfl and the usfl thing i don't think will happen i don't think it's uh, it's in the cards could you imagine though the wildcats cro- crosstown rival with the express <laughs> it'd, it'd be almost as good as galaxy versus la now see it would be great if they do double headers Right? Like they do with like the CONCACAF Gold Cup, right? They'd be like, first game of the night, Wildcats versus Defenders. Second game of the night, uh, Generals versus oh <laughs> Express. That would be so good. <laughs> Just get one one ticket, both teams. Yeah. Two games. Save some money. Yeah, it could happen. Uh, no, I don't, you know, if they come out and say, we're uh, putting our season talks on hold to have alignment talks with the uh, USFL, I might blow a gas kick. If they put it on hold, I'll be very mad too. But. If they say 2023 is on and we're pursuing this, I actually would be super excited. Well, yeah, no, but that, that that to me is fine. But if they if if some sort of chasing this dream leads to another delay, I think we're we're in some trouble. I'll be honest with that. Yeah, I I would be excited because I do love the brand of this USFL. Maybe it's because I'm just getting off reading football for a buck, and I kind of have USFL nostalgia right now. I'm on a on a, on the come down from the high. Of reading about all those stories, but uh, ideally, I want the XFL just to just go it alone in 2023, well, the way they were in 2020. But I would be excited thinking about the possibilities, and it seems much more feasible than something with the CFL. Maybe not as lucrative when it comes to all the players you have access to, but lucrative and maybe how you mark the way you market the league. Well. And I think it's funny because in 2020, the XFL was approached by many entities, right? The AAF, a couple times it sounded like. They were, yeah. The CFL, and then the XFL's like, no, we're doing our that own was, thing. And that was this Vince seems a little McMahon. more open. Right? That, this that was yeah. Vince McMahon who was all about, this. I need to redo this and have a successful football right. game. So I think the uh, the XFL has some opportunities here. 
uh, to partner with some people. But just be careful because you are still the XFL. You don't want to be the USFL, XFL, uh, or, or anything like that unless you know that like, – like if the XFL does this again and they come out with zeros, that, that, that's going to look pie in the face. Yeah. You can't do it again. So yeah, I'd be happy it, if you just say we're going to be partnering together yeah. instead of we're in talks of partnering together. Yeah, don't let us know about the talks until they're over. Yeah, yeah I, I don't <laughs> – you know, Danny Garcia, as much as I love your Instagram stories and I have them on alert, I'm worried every time that I see something pop up that I might see, miss one. Yeah, um, every time you check every time, Yeah, I zoomed in on a couple. She had like a – she had a – she had football jerseys on hers this year, like a guy wearing like football players on her story. I was like, "Oh, what's this?" It was like inspiration for a dress or something wow. like that. Was really weird. Um, but I, you know, definitely don't even put anything like that. No pictures of shadowed women saying you can only <laughs> take pictures of the bathroom, you know, things like that. So, no, I don't want. I, not that I don't want it to happen. I just don't want it to interfere with 2023 with what the XL has planned. If it's an did addition you, to, if it's a cherry on top, that I'm good with. Did it. you say how you would do it though? Would I you, said I would. You, I think I said at the very official. beginning, right? Like I would say if you're, I would bring in the USFL as like a compliment, right? So you would bring in a couple teams wherever you're thinking of putting, like whatever teams they had in the USFL. And if you're looking at that same city, I think you bring them in. Okay, so you would just change your say you already you have no a, i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't change any of the teams now except maybe the vipers any. or something like that but they had the tampa bay hey, bandits bandits so that's a great one you got bandits, bandits right but the generals i think i like guardians more do you want the la i like the wildcats i don't know why in i don't like the express just the team brand but if you have like i don't know where else they had a team but they had one like in memphis right if you're pittsburgh thinking about going Mallers. to memphis if you had a team if you wanted to add a team in pittsburgh Make them, the make, make them the maulers like think something that's a little recognizable to that city that's not as fun as mine i say Two leagues as different conferences. I don't a care lot of where teams. the cities are. You can have at least 18 to 20-something teams. be really exciting. Big old league for the spring. But what do you call the one entity? Then? Oh, the XFL. But then the XFL is a conference, too. No. Well, yeah, maybe. That's true. XF, XFC? No. XFC. Well, what if they go AFL, AFL, NFL style? Maybe I'd do that. They're just two separate leagues, and they play in a – ultimate championship bowl game a bowl game that's so big it's like super and then eventually in a mega bowl in a few oh, wait, years a mega bowl, yeah uh the million dollar bowl game uh and then in a few years the xfl just takes over and be like okay oh, yeah, we're the xfl and then all the and then some of the teams come to the xfl the way you said <laughs> history re- repeats itself yeah. so With maybe the aba in the nba it's all habits all right well th- let us know what are we you, done yeah Woo. He's cooking. Let us know what you think about a potential USFL-XFL alignment. It, obviously, there's nothing being said about this except on this show. We just wanted to peruse that thought. Yeah, speculation. speculation. I think that's something we're going to start going have into a little bit more. This, we're having fun. Yeah, we're going to have fun. It's a long road to 2023. We Hang still don't even know exactly when we're going to kick off. We're getting some we're, – we're, this is a workout. We're sweating a little. You, right? You're sweating. You look fresh. I mean, I'm fresh. Fresh as a daisy. Little, I have a little bit of a coat right now. We're chilling. We're having a good summer, a speculation summer. What would your XFL, USFL alignment look like if you were to do it? Do you actually want it to happen? Two different questions, but let us know your answer at XFL Show or on that XFL fan line because I'm interested to see what other people come up with. Do you want to do the reader? Or, are you good? or if they no, no, I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> I'm just I'm excited to hear. <laughs> no, I am really excited. Some answers to that question, and also if you hate our ideas, Bryant's trickle in a couple USFLs or my jumbo sized <laughs> two leagues as one. Let us know. Someone, Someone jump, in, jump the pool. in the pool. <laughs> Someone just jump party in the pool. time. Party time. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, now yeah, you can do the reader. That, I can do the reader. Well, uh, if you have, yeah, right. I do too. Um, if you, 
uh, have any opinion on this topic that me and Alan talk, or if you want us to talk about another topic later on, make sure you tell us, and we'll talk about it here every single Friday, right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you tell your friends about us and give us that five star review. Uh, if you got a comment, question, or concern, what are you doing? Five stars. Oh, five stars. Please. Thank you. Yeah. If you got a question, comment, or a topic you want us to cover, then go ahead and give her call or text the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messenger rates do apply. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> if, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Alan's favorite Facebook, and maybe TikTok one day. And also follow us, uh, subscribe on YouTube at XFL.show, the official YouTube page of This is the XFL Show. You're real angry over there while you're, <laughs> well, you're throwing me off. You're sun. throwing me off. I don't also, know what to do with my hands well, while he does this. Now I'm not going to do the last part of the ad. It's okay. Oh, it's what, oh no, do that part. It's very important. <laughs> uh, <That> you, <laughs> uh, and also, if you want to... Wait, what, how does that one go? I don't remember. Uh, check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Yeah, po- pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com. Get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. You, at, All you important people at Pretty Easy Podcast can give me Bryant's cut of the ad read this week because he messed it up. I'm just going to do this while you're, <laughs> while you're performing, trying to do your job. Just one of these. See, that's why we got to do next week, not no show in person. I'm going back to my own place next week. <laughs> this is the last show we're going to be doing in person for quite a while again, unfortunately. But it's nice. Stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Make sure you're, uh, you're getting your vex. Actually, you're flying out on a Thursday next week, so we got to figure that one out. But Oh, no. I just realized. That's like an all-day <laughs> thing. We might have, probably have to knock out the show. Yeah, we might have to do that. Friday and then watch big news come out Thursday. Yeah, or Friday morning when you're in an airplane or something. <laughs> or you're on a farm with no internet. Uh, either way, uh, we'll be here in some way, shape, or form. Alan, it's been good. A pleasure, brother. Good to seeing you. Yeah. Uh, your wife's in there watching the little one right now. I think we're going to jump in the pool for a little bit. All right. And have yeah. some good times. Yeah, everybody have a fun summer, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Brian, for the accommodations and the shade. And, uh, yeah, until we see you separate but together next week. For Brian, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.